The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, After Buzzers. Before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, After Buzzers. Welcome to episode three of All American Never Know More. Coop is rapping again. She's amazing. And Olivia has recently joined the Cotillionaires. Plus, we have a very, very special guest in studio. You just got cooped. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, AfterBuzzers. We are super stoked to be returning to All-American again this week. It's episode three, and we have so much to talk about, so much cool stuff in store for you today. Um, we're actually going to be doing a really fun character breakdown today, and we'll be talking about Spencer and his relationship to his father, Corey. Um, So we're going to be going down the character list, talking about the main plot points that happened. We also have a very special segment where we talk about our most valuable player of the week, and we go around the table. Plus, we have a very, very special guest in studio today, which we're going to show you in just a second. But first, I'm your host, Mina Wahab, and to my left... We have Chris, who is the sports enthusiast, sports reporter, sports expert yes. right here. Hey guys, what's up, buzzers? <laughs> and to her left, we have Sierra Chanel. She is our astrology expert, and she's also an athlete herself. And to her left, we have Zakia, who brings the fresh perspective to All-American every single week. We love having her on board. And finally, drum roll, please. We have our very special guest right now, Sean Fury. What's up, baby? You haven't haven't seen Sean yet, but you guys are going to be so excited to see Sean next week on All-American. He will actually be playing younger Corey. Yeah. So we have a ton of questions for you. And I know there are some things you can't talk about, but there's a lot that we can pull at and find out. We can find the the gray area. So we're going to get to that after our uh, episode breakdown. And we also want you to chime in with your opinions about the show and, and the questions that we're asking here. But with that being said, Said, what were your overall thoughts of this week's episode? I'm ex- I am I, I honestly I I'm excited for next episode. <laughs> like yes. gosh, the leading into that was crazy. I think Layla is definitely going to be the star of this season because she's going through it, and I love how they are like kind of playing it. Which in this um, episode and then leading to next episode, woo! I'm excited. Let's go. This is a teenage drama. Like, finally, <laughs> at the end of this episode, I was like, 
There is the drama. Yeah. There are all the antics. Like, whenever Layla was like, get out of my car, I was like, this is why we're here. Yes. All of us, like, literally yelled out loud. Yeah. (laughs) So my overall thoughts are just like, it's starting starting to simmer up. Everything's starting to cook. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, like, super excited, but super nervous. I'm afraid for Layla. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, I couldn't breathe at the end. Um... It, it was um, breathtaking. Uh, oh, for the ones that didn't, I guess, maybe didn't catch this episode and just looking at this, Layla was cutting herself. That we, That's what we saw and what we're mm-hmm. commenting on, yeah. which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like Sean came in right when we were going crazy. Yeah. 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 He's like, what's happening? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's had the behind-the-scenes perspective, but... <laughs> it has been interesting. Yeah. And, you know, like, my whole perspective on the show is it, it really brings you back to like what high school life was like with you know like in one day you can have like a high and a low that mm-hmm. are like equally as as big yeah. in your life and then the, the next day it just starts all over again right that's yeah. yeah. high school right. yeah. it's the hormones that's <laughs> hormones I'm, I'm like about to get off topic but like Coop for example literally she does the rap battle and then she's like mm-hmm. everyone's cheering for her it's like literally yesterday everyone wanted you dead but exactly like what you said like that yes. is so yeah. high school where like one day you're like the king of the pack, like mm-hmm. ringleader, all of it, and the next everyone's like, mm, it sounds like the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. It literally sounds oh, like high Kardashians. school. Is yes. Just like the Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Um, so let's talk a bit about Spencer because in this episode, Spencer essentially gives an ultimatum to his father Corey, saying, you know, it's either me or it's your other son that you've raised for seven years. Um, and then we find out that the decision was actually made by the son and not by Corey. It's super dramatic. Um, I love it's like you're learning all of this for the first time. It's so engrossing. I know all this stuff. <laughs> um, so what do you think about all of that? Like how that played out? And could you guys relate to Spencer? Or were you like, Spencer, come on. Oh, that was absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe he even, like, tried. He really tried it. That's so rude. That's crazy because I forgot the character that said, oh, Coop. Coop is the mm-hmm. one that said, you never know what's going back home. And that's exactly what happened. Like, he's going back home to nothing. He's going to be home alone. So that really sparked something in my mind. Like, you never know what's going on with other people. Like, be nice, guys. Be nice out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always get frustrated with Spencer because he wants the best for everyone and he... I don't know, he suppresses so many things on his own self to make other people happy and, like, wants everyone around him to be happy. Mm -hmm. But sometimes he can just be stupid. Like, <laughs> exactly simply, what he was. Yeah, like, he was just really emotional. The decisions he was making were completely out of his emotions. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the episode, I was like, thank God, like, you realized that you were in the wrong. But, yeah. um, I don't know. I I understood where Spencer was coming from, but I didn't side with him. Because, like, yeah. the whole time, like, I was just, like, grow up. Exactly. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. I just think Spencer... <laughs> I mean, it's like, mm. I mean, like, like, well, you no, know, right. I, I kind of related to him, but... <laughs> yeah, I just think Spencer, this entire season, has been super selfish. I think he is very um, emotional. He doesn't see beyond himself right now. So he's taking, like, even... In a, to a point where he's negative. So he's he's speaking so much negative. Like, even with Coop and she was rapping, he's like, oh, like, I don't know. Wh- are you sure you want to do that? Like, everything lately has been super negative with him. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's just like he's selfish. And I think he's starting to realize, okay, like, I, w- I need to be a better person. We have Layla over here, which you're so consumed in your own life with screwing up everything, not even making it better. You're just making it worse. Mm. That you can't even <clears throat> see Layla's cry for helping. You're her boyfriend. And I 
I don't want to say that that's his responsibility because they're mm-hmm. so young at this moment, but at the time, like, that's kind of your responsibility in the show. Yeah. yeah. I love how right now on the panel, we all love Spencer season one, and we're like, oh, he's so amazing. Now everyone <laughs> is so quick to be like, we hate You look like you had something to say. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like the hero's journey, you know? I mean, the hero's, the hero's journey. journey. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Spencer's like a young guy, and I understand that like he has growing up to do, but he's in high school. Mm-hmm. And all the attention is on him as the star athlete at this new school that he was like uprooted and brought to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, to be topical or not, Harry Potter. I mean, <laughs> Harry Potter didn't know he was a wizard and then all of a sudden he found out that not only did he have like magical powers, but he was also like the most famous wizard in like the world. Yeah. That's Spencer. Yeah. That's Spencer like just, you know, and you got to deal with it. And there's moments when you're selfish and there's moments when like you're negative to your friends because you got all this pressure on yourself. Mm. So you're just kind of projecting onto other people. Mm. All these things are just things that you have to deal with as you grow into the wonderful, great person that you can be. All right, you brother. Know? And then okay. is, is Corey Voldemort or like what's going on? <laughs> 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 um, but, That's a good question. Yeah, a multifaceted Voldemort. Like, yeah, yeah. We don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know his backstory. <laughs> Um, what's the chat saying? Is the chat saying anything? I know we got some people joining in. I think people are really ready for us to dive into the signs of some of these characters. Uh, Ryan is still fighting hard for his Pisces brother, and so is Logan Knight. Logan, we seek you, and we appreciate you for being a Pisces. (laughs) Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for chiming in to the chat. And Zaki, I know you have a special announcement for us today. Of course, guys. I want to send our love to all of you for always watching and keeping us up in good spirits. We obviously come here because we love doing what we do, and that's talking to you about All American and all our other shows we have. So make sure you give our show a thumbs up and any other show you watch. Watch on Afterbus five stars and keep coming back because we want to give you more. Yes. <laughs> we do want to give you more and thank you for, for listening. Um, we love it when you engage with our content. So yes. the live chat is super important to us because we can just respond to you on the spot. But we still look at the episodes after the fact and we still, you know, we'll try our best to get back to every comment. We just love it here. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, I do want to talk about the Coop storyline because I think this one is so important. Um, I, I feel like, you know, Coop has had, like, this up-and-down journey, and you kind of mentioned it, Sierra, like, you know, one day everyone hates her, and then the next everyone's cheering her on, and mm-hmm. it's like that that going viral mentality <laughs> when you get 200 likes. <laughs> yeah, you're on top of the Stellar. world at that point. That's a lot of, yeah. that's a lot of eyes on your content. So um, I've never seen someone stood up, like, stand up to bullying by having a rap rebuttal, so... I definitely I loved it. Not at my school. I loved it. So let's talk a little bit about Coop's trajectory. What do you think about the ups and downs and the final moment in which she's just completely speechless because of, you know, the really intense rap that that she had to face off against? Basically, you know, outlining every single thing she's done to make her, you, you know, like just completely destroy her reputation or highlight the things that she's done. Yeah. That she's not proud of. I mean, Coop is just so resilient. Like, that's just what I think of when I think of her. And she, it doesn't matter what she's going through, she always finds her way in trouble, that's for sure. But she always finds her way out of it, and she really is loved and supported because I feel like she's such a genuine person, you know what I mean? And I don't know, she she always makes it through. Right, I agree. I feel like right at a moment she felt like she was 
she didn't have to deal with the situation any longer. Mm-hmm. She was above it now. So everything was great because she was rapping. And then she came to the realization when she went to rap that I still have to deal with this. And I think now she's going to look into her raps and kind of project how she feels in the situation and maybe tell her, write her own story and stop mm-hmm. letting the streets write her story for her. So I hope that's what she does. It's already proven to be impactful. Yep. Yeah. Right. I hope she that's what do she it. does. Mm-hmm. What do we think about the rap that was directed towards her that was basically <clears throat> just like destroying her line by line by line? Blasphemy. That was mm-hmm. fire, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> because I've watched a lot of uh, battles like that, underground battles um, that you see on like YouTube and stuff. So um, I think that's, that's exactly what they do and she should have been prepared for it. She's like, oh, I'm going to amateur night and everybody sucks. Like, you obviously didn't YouTube this to see how they really do it. And you're big tripping right now. So do better next time. Yeah. yeah. She always gets <laughs> in over her head. Yeah. Also, like, exactly. not saying that necessarily was a situation, but she's, like, so hopeful and has, like, almost this false sense of, like, I hate yeah. to use the word optimism because I am like a very optimistic person, but like right. she's just like overly optimistic and like doesn't have a grasp on reality yes, sometimes. Exactly. And like to what you were saying, it's like, yeah, she's like, oh my god, I made it to round two. And it's like, there's so much more than that. You see, I, I feel like there is a certain arrogance to her character because totally. with confidence, you know, you can say, I can do this because of X, Y, and Z. But with her, she says that she can, and it's more than just like blind optimism. She she doesn't have anything to back it up mm-hmm. at the moment. So she's just like so, you know, effortlessly like, oh, I'm just gonna be suave gonna and I'm cool it. and I'm gonna wing it and I don't have to work this hard because I'm just naturally mm-hmm. gifted. So I think, you know, her mother listening to her music, like that kind of got to her head a little. Mm. And any positive validation she gets, it just like it completely like feeds her ego in a way where it's like, oh, 200 likes, I'm on top of the world, I'm gonna destroy everybody, exactly. and not realize that you have to still work towards that goal of yeah. staying relevant, of being good at your craft. Exactly, um, totally. Do you have something to say? Logan, my dude, he said, I get that it's a rap battle, but I would have punched the guy if he brought up my girlfriend or a loved one. But yeah. I think like that, that particular note in the rap, we were all like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Like that was when it got kind of real. It you know what I mean? It was very personal. Even the audience wasn't receptive to it. But it was, yeah. No, yeah. they were. Yes, they were. They're like, ooh, yeah, that's what a rap battle that's, is. But at the end, they, 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 they literally researched No, they no. went, ooh, yeah. no. They researched the other opponent and every bad yep. thing about that person. That yep. is a rap no, battle. No, I agree. And that's completely accurate. But at the end of that, everyone was literally dead silent. Do we think that it's the $1,500 that caused this intense... Absolutely. Oh, He's like, I'm rapping now. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. We're gonna switch things up. <laughs> exactly. I just don't trust um the the gentleman that she keeps speaking to. I, it's Ooh. something about the him. security guy. Yes. Oh, what's his name? Um, preach. Preach. Wait. Okay. You knew preach. Yeah. Preach. preach. I don't trust Preach. And I, I know he had her back at first, but he is off to me. I feel like he did that to like light a fire under her butt and Probably. to be like. I'm telling you, you can't do it because he knows how she is. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he knew that that was going to motivate her. Because she came back right away and was like, I'm going to be able to do it. I'm sorry. You know? I don't trust anybody who doesn't have any emotions. Mood. It's not. I mean, that's kind of his, like, 
tough exterior. And that's okay. And yeah. I would not trust him. <laughs> but if he really was going to do something, he would have done it by now, right? He had so many opportunities yeah. to put her in jeopardy. And he but he didn't. also, like, just now started to, like, be able to walk again. Like, he's gone through. <laughs> that's, that's true. This well, I mean, he did. Well. He was in the hospital. Let's, let's talk a little bit about Layla, because I do want to bring up this $1,500 amount and elaborate on that. She's kind of losing it a little bit. No, she's literally, yeah. I, what did I write down? Layla is unhinged. She's spiraling. <laughs> yes, she's so spiraling. Unhinged. Finally, we see a different version of her. Um, yes, yes, I love it. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> it's it like one of those e-true Hollywood stories. Yeah, um, the circumstances the, are not ideal. The spiraling <laughs> out of control. But, yeah, she does have all of this money, and she keeps putting $100 bill after $100 bill, you know, just yeah. adding to the pot. <laughs> she has nothing to gain from it. I think the money just isn't important to her. What do you Absolutely. think Layla's motivation is to just put in the $1,500? What is the motivation behind that? I That's hard. She, she thinks it's probably for Coop. Like, I'm going to motivate you, Coop. And she's trying to be, like, a good person slash unhinged person. So, really, it's just she's like, I just want to spend this money. I have nothing. Like, I don't use it for anything. Like, I don't care about it. Like, she does not care about life right now. Yeah. That's, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I... God, yeah. I'm just I just think that she just she's over life. She uh, maybe she's seeking attention. Um maybe if she spends all the money in their account, her dad will call her and say, "Hey, why don't you have any mm. money?" I don't know. Like she's just seeking attention, but then also just I feel like she's doing some type of drugs or something cuz that child <coughs> is just She's yeah. just off of it. She's like high, then she's low, then she's yeah. sad, then she's mad. Then she's yelling. Or and then she's like, oh, let's have sex in school. So she's a, oh, she's a yeah. teenager. It yeah. might be interesting if <laughs> she... I mean, if, if a teenager is on drugs. Yeah. <laughs> it might be interesting if she maybe has been medicated and is now not... Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Oh, if she's I don't not think she's taking drugs, she's like she's not, not I don't on her know. medication anymore. Do you have any theories? Do you know what's going on with her? <laughs> I have an idea. You know, I I was able to you know work on the episode after the one that you guys just. Watched. How much can you tell us without spoiling next week's episode? Probably zero. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's it's crazy what's going on with Layla, and uh, I sympathize with her because. You know, she she came off so genuine and so likable and, and like, just a really good person on the inside. And then something happened to her that Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she has a change of heart where her personality is just entirely different. Entirely different. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I do, but I don't don't know what's going on, you know? It's crazy. Do you think that could be a huge reason why uh, Spencer's personality has shifted, too, in season two? Honestly, when it comes down to it, a man is responsible for his actions and his own behaviors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that uh, Layla is a significant part of his life, but the way that she behaves should not really alter his course or his his path. Right. So I'm going to say no. <laughs> this is, this is honestly no. spoken like a true Virgo. I was about to say it. It's like so grounded. Yeah, you put a lot of thought into that. No, he's literally every time we talk, um, because me and Sean are friends. Oh, yeah, we so hang like, out I know. sometimes. But um, every time we talk, he has all this good information about relationships, really? and that he's like a relationship guru. He knows the woman I'm like, very what well. Is your he knows. Oh yeah. Need to know. He knows. Like, like I definitely pay attention to women when they talk. You know. <laughs> 
But that was a skill yeah. I had to learn. Like, I had to, you know, get good at that. I okay. Yes. I know. <laughs> something that gets perfected over years. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I do want to make this clear, guys, before I move on with Layla. I do think that she, this is a serious thing, because at this point, she, mm-hmm. she needs help. Like, she's going mm-hmm. through trauma. She might have PTSD. What is it? Is it P- yeah, yeah. from the break-in, she she needs help, and I hope like maybe she seeks it from that counselor. But it is serious because a lot of teenagers do suffer from mm-hmm. either depression, so something is something is wrong. So I just wanted to make that clear, everybody, that this is a serious topic. It is a topic that sometimes should be discussed because we brush it off for our teenagers, like with teenagers, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, they'll be okay, they're gonna figure it out, they're gonna find their way. But at this point, she needs serious help. Right. It might yeah. be deeper than the break-in because she she's the one that. She broke in, like she faked that break in. I, oh, I first? can say yeah. that um, <clears throat> help is on the way. Oh, that's good. okay. Oh, that's good, good. to know. Yeah. Okay, so she's good. not gonna kill her. Like, that sounds like a spoiler to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, help he just told when help is, is needed, help is found. You know, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. lead a horse to water, can't make him drink, or something like that. No, yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. And I think it also speaks <laughs> to like. You know, if you ever see like the early signs of someone crying out for help without, you know, explicitly stating, hey, I need help. It's so hard to say you need help when you need help. You kind of need to step in and like alert someone, alert some sort of professional or just provide them with the services that they may need. Mm Because I think uh, people kind of like try to stray away from mental health issues. And Mm -hmm, it's clear that, you know, Layla is going through things. Uh, She keeps trying to maintain her composure. But then at the very end of the episode, we see that she's been cutting herself. And mm-hmm. that bracelet that we saw in the first scene mm. was no so accident. Oh, the yeah, reason she that got we it see to it cover again it. Right. is because it obviously was used to cover up the scars. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that moment, my heart sank. Mm-hmm. For what? real. I was standing up like, what? So when I comment on the episode, I'm commenting a lot of as a creative. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yes, I can't wait to next. I mean, it's not, I'm not cheering for mental illness or anything. I'm just thinking about it from a creative side. Like, this is like a good episode. Yeah. But I know people really take this when they watch episodes they take it like seriously like people like cry and and things about that on the episode so i'm gonna try my best to um comment on it as an audience member not a creative because i know i don't want people to take it out of context that i'm like cheering on mental health or whatever but it's just good good episodes that's all (laughs) we knew we knew knew this was a creative yeah we we knew it literally happened before i forgot what what i did there's a show that we did that like we had to take it a little bit more serious because the audience Mm -hmm. oh euphoria yeah, and you're oh, like, yes. Yeah, yeah we had to, we had to take that a little ser- more serious and not on a creative side. So. But back, to, back to All American. Yeah. What did you think about that final scene where we see the cuts on her, on Layla's hand? I, I mean, kind of like hers. what I was saying earlier, like, and a little bit of what you're saying. It's so, I, don't, I hate to sort of refreshing, but it's nice to like watch something and to just like completely feel it, like to be completely immersed in what you're watching, and yeah. like you have that moment where like you completely <laughs> empathize with that character, like your stomach drops and like your heart's racing. You know what I mean? And like yeah. we haven't really experienced that this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's finally, and yeah, I mean, we, like we've been seeing her character build up, and we're like, what exactly is going on? And like we finally are like, oh my god, like what she is going yeah. through is literally not okay. And I think yeah. a main reason why we all love this show is because they talk about serious topics, mm-hmm. and I think they do it in an amazing way. And like we get to have conversations like this, you yeah. know, yeah. Right. for sure. So you had a similar reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. it was. 
Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I hope they do talk. What do you mean you had a similar reaction? Like you cut yourself? No, 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 oh, no. no right. I think her heart sank when she <laughs> watched it. I'm just guessing. Yeah, if you it. have Sorry. done that in your life, it's nothing to be ashamed. Yeah, of. that's what I was just about to say. Like, I hope the people yeah, who have it's or nothing have to be experienced ashamed. that. Yeah. Like, I hope they really take it um, serious in the next episode and mm-hmm. really show that she gets help from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no. why I said, you know, help is. On the way. It's on its way. Yeah. Okay. Is great. It's so funny that she's spiraling and Olivia's like finding herself. I know, finally. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's it's ironic that Olivia's not stepping in because she always steps in. But Olivia's a character that, you know, Sierra called this out. Like she was like writing her in her notes, Olivia doesn't know who she is. No, and then it came up. Literally it was so, like, Who are you? She could have been like, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm anything. You know, yeah. I'm a student of life. So, Olivia is joining the Cotillionaires. Uh, the name of the organization is SoCal Muse. Uh, she goes into one of the first meetings. Everyone is dressed in white. It's one of these, like, fancy-schmancy events. Yeah. But there's a lot more to it where, you know, it's about giving back to the community. It's about community organizing. Essentially, the things that Olivia is the most passionate about, which is helping other people. And she can do it through this organization mm-hmm. and make her mom happy. So, she says, why not? I'll give it a shot. She goes dressed in all black, uh, doesn't want to go in anymore because she feels like, you know, mm-hmm. the, the person who's just, like, <clears throat> not... The black sheep. Yeah, the black, the black mm-hmm. sheep of literally. the group. Literally. Symbolic. <laughs> um, and then she sits down and they get the questionnaire and it's like, who are you? Because obviously everyone at the age of 17 knows exactly who they are at that time. Uh, what did you think about this? Um, well, I thought the event itself was really good for CW to put out there because mm-hmm. it is like a traditional black um, like thing to be like you were saying you were a Jack and Jill. I was saying when I have kids, if they're gonna be in a Debbie Tower and continue, that's like a that's like yeah. a cultural thing. So for her to for her mom to say, hey, I think you should join this and see her culture and see who her who she or for who she was, that was great. Another mm-hmm. thing is. I'm happy she finally joined it because now she realized, like I've been saying, she is so consumed in everyone else's <laughs> life that she did not know who she was. Yeah. And it's so important, especially in those growing years that you find yourself because mm-hmm. you would be you'd be lost <laughs> thinking about Tom, Jerry, and Mosley. Okay, you'll be yeah. lost. Yeah. So right. I'm happy her mom finally and her mom saw it too. Which mm-hmm. that means her mom her is like woke. nurturing. We stand. Yes, we yes. Stand. Her we mom stand. was like, You're always in everybody else's business. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> let let me help you find your own exactly. in a nicer way than not that through an organization yeah. that literally <laughs> helps other people. Yeah, yes. perfect. <laughs> no, I think like. I mean, I was in Jack and Jill, which is a very similar type of organization, mm-hmm. but I grew up in predominantly white school systems. I did not really understand who I was, how people saw me, how I saw myself mm-hmm. until I started to get to that age and like in college. And I think you there was like a breakthrough moment where you could tell Olivia whenever uh, the girl next to her was like, I want to like change things for like black people around me. And like, you could tell Olivia was like, oh my god, almost like I've, not that she had never thought of it before, but that that was a concept that she hadn't put a lot of thought into, and yeah, you can tell that she has some deeper rooted things that she needs to figure out, and hopefully is about to figure out, and is excited to figure out. I'm excited that she's gonna figure out. I also Mm -hmm. thought it was interesting, it's the first time they kind of like, talk about the idea of being mixed, you know, she has a white Mm -hmm. mother and a black Mm -hmm. father, and she's like, yeah, you know, my mom 
wants to get me into this organization. I yeah. think it's her way of, like, getting me in touch with, like, my black roots. And I thought that was really interesting because it's something that they've never touched upon. Like, we've seen it. We've right. seen, oh, there's a blonde mom in Beverly Hills and then the black head coach, um, you and know, ex-NFL star. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just feeling like, okay, you're in a world where... Uh, you're part of this group, but you're also part of that group. So in a way, you don't really have a group because you're in a place of in-between. And I know that like being biracial, a lot of people, whether you know they're black and white or they're you know Asian-American and another race, it's mm-hmm. something that they deal with, a feeling of not belonging. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what did you think about them kind of like hinting at that and touching uh, on that issue slightly? I think... I mean, I think it's so important. I am not biracial, and I still identify with, like, that type of struggle with my identity racially. You know what I mean? I think it's something that a lot of people can uh, relate to, and I think it's something that, as we progress, there are more interracial relationships. There are more, like, mixed babies, regardless of what it might be, and it's relevant, it's topical, it's... I love that they're hinting at it, and I hope they, like, talk <clears throat> about it a lot more. Because it's it's normal you know right for sure i think it's important because um like as you touched on already she's in this predominantly white school and it seems like olivia doesn't know who she is and she's Mm -mm. been struggling with that and she doesn't even have friends at this school so hopefully she could make a group of people that she can sincerely connect with Mm -hmm. at this cotillion and really find herself and it's not just it's not not to say that she can only find herself here it's just a starting point for her and it's perfect because she gets to be like new best friends with spencer's Mm ex-girlfriend and layla at the same time so this is gonna be so fun for future episodes (laughs) we'll see what happens yeah um let's talk a little bit about grace and micah i know it was a minor storyline but we know in season one uh, Grace did have a bit of a crush on Micah. They went out. It, he was her teacher for urban planning. Uh, and now we find out that <laughs> they're not really together anymore yeah, just sucks. because of the Corey drama. Mm-hmm. Um, we loved him. Do we think that Micah's going to be uh, an important figure in the upcoming episodes? I'm trying to read Sean's face right now and see what I can gather. <laughs> so he's going to be in the next episode, Sean? I don't know. Okay. Spencer, um, I ahead. need... <laughs> no, I want him to come back. I loved him when he was here on the show last mm-hmm. season. I'm like, yeah, she gets somebody. Mm-hmm. So hopefully he's come. He, he's very attractive. I hope they get it it's together. It's about looks. Chris. Who said that? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who said that? Shallow. <laughs> okay. No, but I'm excited. I hope he comes and stays. Yeah. Yes. Stays. Okay. We'll wow. see. We'll see what happens. Um, I do want to touch a bit on, uh, like, let's get back to the Spencer and Layla dynamic because we did gloss over it, but I think there's much more back there. To my notes. Um, <laughs> what is going on in this episode? Because in season one, we see Spencer and Layla together all the time. We see, you know, the first glance. We see how into Spencer Layla is. We just feel the connection from the get-go. And it's a very solid connection. I feel like both of them in season one were extremely mature. But now, you know, things are happening in their personal lives. Uh, Layla's father is absent from her life. You know, I think Spencer can relate with not having that father figure present in his life until season one and two with you know, his, not biological father, but with uh, Coach Billy Baker finally stepping into that role. Um, Do we think that Spencer and Layla are drifting apart, or do we think that they're going to come back together? Absolutely going to come back together. Um, I don't know why Layla's not reaching out to Spencer in the first place, because like you said, 
he knows about the daddy issues, about the father not being in the in his life. So that would be the perfect person to reach out to. But they'll get back together for sure. I see them drifting off hard. Me and too. I, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like this is a true indicator of high school. Like, it's not always puppy love. It's not always mm-hmm. like, oh, love at first sight. You're growing. He's growing. You can yeah. grow apart. It happens. It's not something to be sad about. So, yeah, that uh, new girl coming in, it might be. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I like well, her. I think, like, with Jordan, Spencer was able to identify, like, oh, yeah, you're distracted. Like, you're not focused on football. And Spencer is a very focused individual. He's always known what he wanted. And I think that it's going to get to a point where he's going to have to make decisions for himself. Like, he has all kinds of drama going on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if I don't know. I feel like if Layla's not opening up to him and he feels like he's not able to break through, they're just going to kind of drift apart. So you think Spencer's going to break up with her? But she needs I don't to find know. Herself. She like she can't. She's not even in a relationship right now. She's mm-hmm. not a human being. Like she's so disconnected. <laughs> right. I feel like she's never gonna be okay if she stays in the relationship only because she's yeah. so broken. And I mean, she, she could probably is. stay in the relationship, but she's never gonna be okay if she doesn't seek the help she needs and if she stays broken and consumed with like making it look okay for Spencer or whoever else she wants to make it look okay for. Yeah, yeah. she definitely I guess, doesn't care about. Yeah, that I guess we won't get our answers until next week. Episode, but yeah. we do know that help is on the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and we might get some of those questions answered. Uh, I do finally <laughs> want to talk about the last topic, which is just football in general and football uh, on the show in Beverly Hills. How Spencer finally chooses Beverly Hills to be his team, uh, tells his dad, Hey, I just want you to be my father. And yeah, we have that moment. we have that touching moment where you guys like yes, or were you like no? Go back to Crenshaw. No, never. Why? Right? No, <laughs> yeah. have to be evil to think that. <laughs> but no, that was very touching. I almost cried definitely. Yeah, yeah. it was a moment of maturity for Spencer. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. these kids are young, and it's nice for them to be able to recognize. Like, okay, I was being silly. I was taking with my emotions, and this is uh, what's actually right or wrong. And and now he is the the co-captain with Asher, who has right. actually been putting in the work because Jordan's not. Jordan finally takes accountability yes. to his father. And now I know I'm not putting in the work, and I will. And when I do, I'm ready to be co-captain then, which was mm. definitely a lot of maturity. Yeah, and he that got thing. that hug he needed. <laughs> he needed that hug. We all were our our boys need those hugs. Yes. Those yes. Hug your boys. Well, hug your boys. Hug your dads. Yeah. Hug yes. your boys. Get rid of the Did you get yes. hugs as a child? Yeah, I got a lot of hugs. Are there any final thoughts about this episode that you guys would like to share before we move on to our MVP special segment? Yes, I'm excited for Layla's character. She's my fave now. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I hope that thought? Spencer's mom gets uh, gets what she needs. I remember last season, you were like, she sh- they need to give her a story with another man. Spencer's mom deserves yeah. love. She like, does. She does. her hair She down, should get another have man. Have a couple drinks. Yeah, go on a couple yeah. dates. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, write that in. <laughs> you don't agree? I would... I don't. Okay. You want her to fix the marriage. It's coming from a lot of different angles. I, I, just because she's not really getting attention, you know, currently, she got a lot of attention in the past. In the past, yeah. and got cheated what? on. No, but for the past eight years, Corey. she's been raising these boys on her own. So, she can go out and get a drink. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> her kids are grown now. <laughs> she can go get a drink. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. We don't, we don't slut shame on this channel. <laughs> 
I, I support uh, all that. You know, whatever she wants. I support that. All the way. Me. Yeah, I, you I definitely, definitely support that. Big time. I'm just saying, you know, download Bumble. Oh, Swipe Lord. a little bit. Meet yeah. some people I, I in think, your area. I think they're trying to like stay advertisement uh, neutral, except for those like Surface Pro things that we keep seeing in every single episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, let's move on to our MVP special segment. Yes, you are the real MVP, and it goes to my choice was Spencer. I chose him because he realized he was wrong in his situation with his dad, and you know he went to Darnell and they had their little conversation. Super cute. I also chose him because let me look at my notes. Oh yeah, he told Jordan, yeah, you're a hundred percent wrong. Love that. Yes, mm-hmm. he he was real with him. He had his moments in this episode where I wasn't too keen of him, but he won it overall for me, especially <laughs> when he again looking at my notes. <laughs> realized he was gonna stay right thank you thank you that was good realized he was gonna stay in Beverly there was so much that happened this season but yeah. or this episode but realized he's gonna stay in Beverly and like really went to his dad and had that conversation of hey mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay here I love it here and this is the same thing that this relationship is the same you have with Darnell so there you go oh, perfect cool. mm-hmm. Sarah <laughs> I like, just wrote my dad. Did you see? I did not. Um, see. Mine is Olivia. Oh, I yes. just, I really resonated with her, and I feel like she's finally focusing on herself. Focusing on yourself is so hard, especially when you've gone through a lot of like traumatic, like toxic things. And I'm just so proud of her, and I see her bright future. Mm-hmm. I see it. You know, yeah. She's out of people's business, <sighs> which we love. Mine is Coop. Because she's always spitting gems, and she's resilient, and she's going to come back next episode for sure. And I want to ask you, not for this episode in particular, but for the season as a whole, for season one, for season two, uh, who has been your MVP pick, Sean? I think Coop is is definitely the the best character. Um, To me, she's the most level-headed and... I just really like seeing her arc because she is still a young person just like most of the other characters in the show. But you can you can kind of see her potential and like the direction that she's going into as like a person and a character. Yeah. And watching her journey and knowing that she's got this ability within her, this confidence and this this ability to lead and make her own decisions eventually. Like sometimes she gets swayed in the wrong in the wrong direction, but I think ultimately she's in her head's in the right place and she's going to be good yeah i love that who do you think you identify with most on this show definitely cooper um just because when i was in high school i had a very similar personality so far as to think that i could do anything i wanted to even though i don't have any experience doing something Mm -hmm. like when it came to like let's say i had to do a rap battle i would probably not be the best battler but i would go into it thinking like oh i'm gonna crush every single person that comes up to me you know so i relate to her a lot in in that way with you know i just have always felt that i could do whatever i want to do and and get away with it you know yeah just yeah so you will be playing the younger version of Corey in next week's episode for sure, I what am. What can you tell us about that? What can you tease? Okay, so here's <laughs> what I can say about that. Um, you know, Corey used to be best best buds with Billy. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's common. So, that's yeah, common, common knowledge. knowledge. <laughs> okay, so really what I find to be the most interesting thing, and I'm like, you know, I'm obviously not going to give anything away, but what happened? You know, like why? Oh. Like what? Came? Why they're torn? I, I thought Billy Baker went with you know his wife, and that's what happened. There's probably more to it than that, don't you think? I mean, 
Really? <laughs> we know that. <laughs> I know. Exactly. <laughs> we know that, but you perhaps, know. perhaps that's something we might find out in, in, in the next episode. In the next episode is, you know, we get to see these two these two people who, like, we've been watching the show this whole time and we're, we're, we get to, we understand the backstory, but we didn't see it. We and, didn't see it, right? And now we're finally seeing this interaction and these other interactions between these two former best friends. Right. And I can actually relate to it my own self because like I've I've lost friends over the years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um over I've I've lost a friend over a girl before. Dang. And but the thing is we reconciled. Okay. You know? So who knows if they reconcile and, and maybe the fact that uh Corey is now the coach of the rival team right. is that going to create a new dynamic between these two uh, people who used to be so close to each other, or not? You know, I mean, it's it's a very exciting time to be watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, uh, what type of preparation did you have to do <laughs> in order to play the younger version of Corey? Did you meet with the actor who plays? I Corey did and meet study with the his actor. mannerisms. Or? Okay, all right. So this, I don't know how much information you want, but um, <laughs> all of it. Tell okay, yeah. All right, sure. So. Um, Chad, Chad Coleman, fun fact about Chad Coleman, who is Corey, he's the Corey, I'm high school Corey. Yeah. Um, but fun fact about him, we have the same birthday. Oh, what? Isn't that crazy? Look at you. Yeah. He's a perfect nice. well. yeah. in heaven. Literally the same date, you know, like wow. September 6th. Like, yeah. <laughs> the same was, day. Yeah. Right. Birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, but yeah, so the, the prep time, that was, that was cool. Like, I, I definitely had to start watching the show in order to... Uh, you know, acclimate myself to, like, what was going on and, like, the character. Um, meeting with Chad was great. The thing is that Chad kind of blew me away because, you know, he was doing his scene before I had to do my stuff on the day. Mm-hmm. And the amount of variety that he actually gave the director and, and the crew uh, so far is, like, every single take was different. A different yeah, I, it cool. was it was incredible. And, like, the range, you know, he'll do the same lines laughing, and then the next take he's crying, and then the next take he's wow. angry, and then the oh next take he's like kind of like just dead. Oh, you know? wow. it sounds so, like the plot of Split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously, seriously. Well, okay. And it's going to be interesting for me to like actually watch the sh- uh, that episode and ac- see what like which ones they decided to go with. Like, yeah. oh, do we want him like smiling or crying or like because he gave them all of it. That's awesome. Yeah. So so far as me, like you know, I'm I'm playing him and I, I have to like decide, okay, well, how you should play it, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy was so good. And it's like, okay, like, <laughs> I gotta follow that up. <laughs> yeah, like basically just do a good job. <laughs> Um, but he was he was he was great to me, and he agreed with me. Funny, another funny thing, like I I saw Chad first in uh, The Wire, I think, or The Walking Dead. I saw both shows at around the same time, like ten years ago. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw him, I was like, oh, I, I look like that guy. I have a resemblance to this actor. Wow. And like that, you know, ten Boom. years later, I got what? his part. So when I, when they told me That's that I was crazy, yeah, yeah, they told me I was auditioning to play the younger version of him, and I went in so confident. Like, like, I, ah, I already know. I had never been more confident in an audition, like, walking in, because I knew I had the part. So not only did you look like him, you had the same birthday yeah. as him. Do you like, have any similar mannerisms? Or? That's a great qu- I mean, <laughs> 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 the guy was mad humble, you know? Yeah. So Ooh. I would say that might be a, a contrast to me. <laughs> I think I'm You're more stupid. humble in my, in my later years. Um, yeah. No, but he's... <laughs> Very polite gentleman. Um, we didn't talk too much because I, I met him on the day, and he's very focused. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's definitely a professional. Heck so yeah. you know, we chatted it up. We talked about the character, and then he just went back to to rehearsing and and working on his craft. So I really like. He actually went up in my book after after working with him on that on that particular day. I, I respect him as an actor, but watching his process was 
really Amazing. In- inspirational, I would say. What's your process like? Mm-hmm. My process. Because this is your first big role it's, on it's, TV. it's definitely a good step in the right direction, I yeah. would say. I had to go sag for it. So Yeah. yeah. Um, my process is really simple. So I've been acting for some time now, and I've basically figured out the, the like, I <laughs> not to sound like um, uh, arrogant or anything like that, <laughs> but I would say that there is a simplicity to acting that not a lot of aspiring actors really focus on. Yeah. And if you kind of hone in on the simplicity of, like, receiving the lines and understanding what's happening in the scene, then you can really do whatever you want inside the confines of the scene. You are such a Virgo. Thank you. I don't (laughs) know what that means, but... Okay, final question. (laughs) Who wants to ask the coveted final question before we wrap? I know what I want to ask, but I'm like, what is the question? Should I know? No, 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 no. no. Whatever you guys want. No, No, mine mine has nothing to do with the show. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll save that for afterwards. I was going to say, like, what projects are you currently working on? I'm actually working on my own web series. Okay, nice. Yeah. um, Wow, that's the first time hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, you know, I got paid which was great. And uh, I was like, oh, what, are, what am I going to do with Put this, this money? Put this money towards. Yeah, let's work on my own project. Awesome. And that's been like, really gratifying because I've, I've get to get behind the camera. I actually have some experience producing, but now I get to direct, so it's all very wonderful. Can you tell us what it's about? Uh, yeah, so basically it's, uh, it's a love story. And mm. uh, the idea is to focus on uh, basically each episode is another moment in time in the progression of the relationship. So it starts with how they meet, and then next episode is maybe the first date, maybe the next episode after that is oh. the first fight, things of that nature, and it just progresses. I love storylines like that. Yeah, so, me too. Yeah. Uh, where can we find that when it comes out? Uh, it'll probably be on YouTube. It's uh, The title is Impressions. Impressions, mm-hmm. okay. That's how it always starts. Well, awesome. thank you so thank much, you. Ellen. You left an amazing impression on all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and thank you to everyone who joined our conversation tonight on AfterBuzz TV with the All American panel. Um, where can the great people of AfterBuzz find you, Chris? Hey, you can find me at the Chris Exclusive on Instagram. You can find me at Sierra Schnell on literally every single social media platform. <laughs> hey, guys, you can find me at Zakia W underscore on Instagram. And Sean, where can everyone find you? Uh, social media, Instagram, and all that stuff at Sean Fury. S H A U N, not W. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Sean. It's been such a pleasure. Yeah, it was a pleasure. You're Thank one you. of my favorite Virgos. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. And so I'm your host, Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Thanks so much for tuning in, guys. We'll see you all next week. Woo! Bye. And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. You do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.